Gotham Joker's back! Ha! Alright, uh, hello and welcome to episode 22 of the Weekly Song Podcast. My name is Roger Heathers, with me as always is the other host of the show. Declan Kitchener. Hello! Hello Declan, how's it going? It's going good, thank you. Um, we are joined by someone else in the room. Look at him over there with his eyes, those staring eyes. Would you like to introduce yourself, Mr. Nah, I'm right. <laughs> okay. Cool, we'll just ignore him. I was going to the strong silent type. <laughs> doesn't really work on a podcast. Yeah. It's like, wow, he's really stoic. I think someone's there, but... It'd be like the thing of like doing ventriloquism on the radio and I'm everything. I'm a ninja. <laughs> yeah, I'm really having a good time. Hi, I'm uh, Sammy Jonas. Hooray! Woo! I'm back. He's returning to the show for a second time. Last I, time... I'm not the first returning guest, am I? No, no you're no. the last returning guest. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Damn it. We tried to have you on before, but... I was the first guest. You were the first, were the first guest, guest, yeah. yeah on you our got Christmas that. special. I'm not the first returning guest, because I didn't get the invite. <laughs> you did get the invite, you just Eventually got it rather got late invite. in the game. <laughs> Sorry about that, mate. And you were on our Christmas uh, podcast, and you wrote a song called Christmas, Christmas on the Moon. <laughs> I knew I could remember it. The Moon. <laughs> that was a good podcast, Christmas, with like... You know, we had a drink and fairy lights on, and... Uh, it was all special. It was very special. Except we got those cocktails that were awful. Oh, yeah. We, like we just like vodka or something like that. We just took mm. them round to our mate's house and we just left them there and abandoned them. <laughs> <laughs> them That's how we roll. <laughs> so uh, for anyone listening to the show for the first time, uh, you may be listening to us through iTunes. You might have like typed in songwriting. We popped up. You press play and you like what you heard. Maybe you didn't like what you hear and this is just your first time. And you're going, God, I can't listen to much more of this. But Having said all that... <laughs> nice and concise, Roger. <laughs> to the point, um, I like it. What we do on the show is we give ourselves seven days each to write our respective songs. We bring them to the podcast, we discuss them, we take them apart, and we discuss, uh, you know, chord structure and songwriting and lyrics and all that good stuff. And uh, every time we have a guest on the show, Declan, isn't this right, we have them go first. Yes, that is quite correct. Uh, I'm putting things in really weird syntax this week. <laughs> <laughs> Loads of clauses and like uh, anyway. So just, uh, just stop when you like, get to the you know in your contract. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So what's your song called then, Sam? Uh, well, I'm de- I'm de- still debating because this week uh, when you asked me to come on, and I was like, cool. And the next night I wrote three songs in an evening. So I'm debating which ones to do now. What a swine! <laughs> I'm ass. So you had to choose the best one of the three, is that right? Yeah. Well, he's well, choosing the best one of the three. Because <laughs> I'll say after. Can you imagine that, Declan, coming to the podcast with three songs and just go, I don't know, just which one I feel in the mood to play. <laughs> you, you live forever in my soul as something which torments me now. I hate. <laughs> this my song is uh, a title that I mentioned a while back, but I never actually wrote for it. Had an idea for it, but never had it. You know, you remember the title. It's called Hemisphere. Oh, yeah. Let my family cry in in terminal So not to worry I'll be back 
next fall Ten thousand miles away is where I lay Exploring each new day Meet new people when each morning comes We're apart, we enjoy the same sun Across oceans, fields that I have never seen On a big ladder to places I've never been I miss those days when nothing happened And these days don't matter to me now Times are changing cause Someday I'll be home When you least expect it Sam had the, uh, the lyrics on his phone. 
and I kind of got like a, a little bit of a hasty look halfway through the song, like, I was like mm, yeah. scroll, scroll, scroll. <laughs> and I was like, I was just kind of smiling at you while you were looking at me, but like, I was just like, <laughs> you were just looking for my reaction, I was just like, and you were like, scroll the fucking phone! <laughs> well, I, I couldn't remember the last bit, the extra chorus I wrote, and I was like, <laughs> <laughs> um, I really like that, I think that's cool. The, uh, the miles away... Uh, bit where it kind of goes up higher and louder. Mm. That's such a cool little hook that where it kind of miles away. Yeah, that's really cool. I'm not. I'm not sure. Sure on the key though, but I'm just like I like being like miles away. Well, so it kind of makes it sound more frantic, or like not frantic so much. It's just like energized. Energized. Yeah, that's yeah. all higher, louder. It's like it's just so much more emotive when it goes up to that place in the song. Yeah. Very cool. Yeah, that's pretty cool. I'm. I think I'm right in saying, in fact I'm certain, it's about your um, time when you were in New Zealand, wasn't it? Yes. Yeah. Like, um... And all the uh, good and bad it did. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, because that was, um, uh, like, long story short, uh, when Roger and I, just shortly before we met, you had gone off to New Zealand to spend a bit of time over there, hadn't you? Yeah, I left on a Star Wars day. Yay. On May the 4th. Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, I was, cause I was out there. I was like, um, we, sh we should stress this is last year, not this year. <laughs> yeah, this is. Uh, <laughs> just got back. No. This is a while back. Yeah. So I went out there. Cause I was like suffering with like mass depression. Didn't know what to do. So I was like, I just need to escape everything. So I was just like, oh, I'm just gonna let if I I would I if I make it over there, it'd be great. But I'm probably gonna not see my friends and family again. No, not properly, but I'd be like... Not for a long time. Yeah, they're like, oh, they're over there and I'm here. So like, Or if I don't make it out of there, I'm just going to let those people down as well. While I was out there, I just wanted to, you know, see who I am without being like, hey, I'm always with a group of people. And they always say, oh, let's see how I can just be out there by myself. And, well, playing music out there was making me super happy. So I was like, yay. So then I... When I... Uh, couldn't get um, a decent job out there. I was like, well, I guess I'll come home now. And all the, um, all that kind of anxiety about leaving, all that kind of fear and depression that I had was kind of so melted away. It hasn't gone completely, but it's like, it's, it had its place in life and it's left it over there somewhere. Yeah, everyone's got like a moment like that where they sort of confront that sort of thing and they uh, sort of, they don't always beat it entirely in fact very few people do but it just sort of helps you develop doesn't it yeah I left, I left it all in Wanaka Lake yeah <laughs> yay well, that's, that's yeah. a real place don't worry yeah <laughs> well it's like that sounds like it's from Middle Earth yeah <laughs> yeah well in one sense it is but um yeah I was getting a very like airy sort of feel to the song like a sort of sense of relief in amongst everything else you were mentioning yeah well the, the like the first um two verses together just like you know, the journey and starting out, you're like, oh, hello, like, my name's Sam. It's like, oh, I'm nice to meet you. My name's whatever. <laughs> and it's like, <laughs> hello, you know, whatever. <laughs> and exploring, and then I, when I was out there, I was like climbing mountains, walking around like massive lakes, doing all the stuff that I've never seen before. And then like the third, third verse I wrote, I was just like, it's about kind of, it's a small bit of like, hey, I kind of let people down. <laughs> yeah. So I was like, I need to kind of come out with that. So I was like, but the boy is like oh don't worry I'll be back someday <laughs> yeah. which I did I didn't die out there because there's nothing that can kill me out there 
I want to go to Australia. Australia sucks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, if you'd gone to Australia, we wouldn't be having this podcast right now. <laughs> yeah. So, um, I don't know you as well as Declan does for anyone who's listening, obviously, because mm. you and Declan have been friends since school, and like you and I have only been friends like for the past year and a half. I'll say you and me like and Declan. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I'll no, just go then. <laughs> I was just going to ask about, you said um, it, when you were over in New Zealand, um, you started playing music and that made you happy mm. after like having depression and stuff from that did you play music before you went out there I did yeah I did uh, open mic nights in a we used to run the one games. in the attic didn't we yeah in St Ives oh, right. and done bits and pieces like that but when oh, that was when I was with a person who I should not name okay yeah 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 <laughs> and I was like oh, he just sucks he's bringing me down and he's like oh no like I'm good I'm happy with what we're doing and I'm like I'm not we're not expanding we're not doing anything so I was like I'm out and then uh got out of a like rough relationship and I was like I'm out <laughs> yeah and then I felt like uh friend stuff like out as well <laughs> but when I went to New Zealand I flew my guitar not this one my other one Byron flew him all the way around the world with me and I was like hooray at least I've got something like reminds me of home yeah and when I play it I went out there and I was going to a couple of open mic nights did one or two gigs and they were like oh what'd you play I'm like oh I played really dumb stuff even now I play dumb stuff. Yeah. It's your but, speciality, it's dumb stuff. But they, the song that really got me as well is what I played for them. I love, my favourite song of all time is The Whistle for a Choir. Oh yeah, I remember you saying like everyone used to go nuts. Yeah, if I play anything, if I play that, I was like, oh, I never knew Fratelli's were big out here. Or like, if I went to America, I think they probably might only know like um, Chelsea Dagger. But I was like, that's the only song that kept me grounded because I love that song years before playing on a guitar that reminds me of home and then being in a foreign country meeting new people and they're like you know what I'm really happy about what you're playing I'm like yes yeah so it's always nice doing that but I did mention it in a verse like oh yeah I like I play I was like oh I love playing music away from home I should have done I wasn't the right verse about me playing guitar like out on the streets or on a new stage or something I was like keep it simple yeah <laughs> Quote unquote simple. Yeah, there's only so much you can say in a verse. You can't like outline every single thing. But it's turned to rap. <laughs> but um, I, I just I just like that the fact that music helped you in that time because obviously I think it's a lot of, something that a lot of musicians can relate to. Mm. Like people name music as like a lifesaver or at least something that kind of kept them on the right path, and I think that's really true for a lot of people in that instance, mm. myself included. Because I mean, it's a good uh, like generally like aside from just like my song. Probably a nice segue is uh, like music can get you through kind of those tough times if it's just something simple like um, uh, like a breakup or depression or someone saying something shitty recently. Yeah. To someone else. So yeah, if you feel like being screwed over, you just write down a song about it. Exactly. It's um. It's just about getting your insides out. See what I did there? Yes. <laughs> Careful. <Yeah. laughs> but Sensitive. no, I, I completely agree. I completely agree. <laughs> just getting all that that inside stuff mm. out is is definitely a positive. And just a just a linchpin. Like I like probably my chords aren't very like exciting. You you guys know it before when I came on. I was like not very intense stuff. So it's nice kind of like what I played was just like kind of basic stuff but I'm happy vocally and like lyrically with it so I'm just like that's fine but then chords are just helping me make it a better song sure well, it's, um, 
it's always the case for like simple songwriting and everything. Like Johnny Cash is still massively popular, and most of that is just free chords. Yeah, mm. and they're good songs. So yeah, yeah it doesn't take away from it. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I think what you did with that song today, um, maybe like I think that's the best way to achieve the feel you got with that song. You know. Mm. Like, if it had all these fancy chords all over the place, um, it may not have the same... Lost in translation kind of thing. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Where it's like keeping it nice and simple, keeps it nice and accessible. Gets the and message was... across and kind of... Yeah. Yeah. And allows your voice to shine through as well. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, I'm out! <laughs> well, that's awesome. And, um... Wait, wait, I've got a couple of questions for you, actually. Oh. Um, I was going to say, um... That was, like, the song you chose to play, right? Yeah. So what were the other two called? Uh, one was uh, well I think both I think you might have Declan might have heard me say that, these phrases before but never as, as a song just as like a stupid T- saying artifact titles and just words yeah. and things you can you remember any of them? because um, I I, if you can remember one of them then I'll be like that's the, that's the song I wrote actually um, it's the stupidest one we came up with number 20 that's, it's not um, I bet I can yeah. eat more pancakes than you no not that one that was, that was years ago <laughs> That was, I came up with that one in his hand. The one I got was another song called Kill Me Lolly. <laughs> Remember? <laughs> yeah. What? A while back I came up, there's a, um, I was sitting number 20 and we, I just like, I, I, was, I had a text mistake. There was, there was a guest act on who, like most of the people at number 20 are amazing musicians. There was one person who turned up just for that week who was, shall we say, less than spectacular. <laughs> so I, I think I was like, oh, like, kill me please or something like that, but I was like, kill me, and I looked away, and I could have had an autocorrector, like, lolly. <laughs> so I was like, kill me lolly, and I was just like, oh, I'd be like, like, so me is like, maybe, maybe like a... Like a pop-punk kind of thing. Like yeah, that. like a really, like, heavy kind of thing, which I did turn it into, it was actually a punk song, <laughs> which is a... I'll, I'll do a snippet later, but generally it's like, um... I wrote it just about kind of all the terrible relationships I've had, like, why stuff doesn't work out. So the actual chorus was like, uh, Kill me, lolly, I know your sugar is tasteless. Kill me, lolly, you left me completely brain dead. Little Miss Lolly. So yeah. But I was like, that was either the, I go punky or go a bit more personal. I was like, and the other one, uh, <laughs> and the other one I uh, did was uh, Idiot Savant. Idiot Savant. Um... I remember you saying this. Yeah, so I come up with like titles ages ago, but never actually had anything concrete down for it. I was like, just have a title, and then like "Kill Me Lolly" was like, I don't know, it just came in my mind. I was like, I'll do that. But then I chose on a uh, doing Hemisphere because I was like, at least I've got the title down. And I did like uh, months back. I was like tinkering. I was like, oh, I'm happy with it. Uh, scrap it. Scrap the entire thing. Just had the title for years. Yeah, because I remember you've played me a verse of the first draft of Hemisphere, but it was completely. Different. It was awful. Yeah. yeah, it's completely different from the song you play today. So it's like a new song with the same title. Mm. That's yeah. a, sorry. No, I was going to say that's an interesting phenomenon when like artists have um, different versions of the same title, but it's like a completely different song. Yeah. Um, like yeah. Uh, completely different from the last time I heard it. Yeah. Well, I got that this week as well because I also wrote another song, which was called uh, "Doodle." Doodle. Yeah. Okay. And I came, like I wrote one version of it. I was like, "Oh, that's quite nice." And then I actually came up with another idea with the same uh, title about. I think you may have showed me the yeah. lyrics to "Doodle" in the yeah, card. I was week. like, "I'm not going to use it for this week," and I was just like, "Because you wanted like a heavy riff on it and everything." Yeah. Well, one was heavy, and one was a bit more like uh, more Jason Mrazzy kind of thing, just a bit more like. Yeah. A bit more just mellow in that regard. 
So I was like, oh, that's fine. But I was like, because I didn't finish uh, the other ones, so I was like, I can't really go. Nah, I'll just choose ones. I'll do the other ones that I started with this week. Put more time to more rehearsal. And I still messed up. Like, yeah. Anyway, I've spoken too long. No, that's really interesting. It's, <laughs> it's good the it. <laughs> point of having guests on instead than talk. I feel like if somebody writes more than one idea in a week, I, I want to kind of at least get the, the bones of whatever the other two ideas were, because it's... It's rare. We can barely write once on a week, right? Don't yeah. Well, I finished mine last night. <laughs> I mean, I could read all the uh, titles that I wrote this week. Was, um, right, wrong. So, yeah. I wrote Doodle and Doodle 2. Uh, Destroyed by You. I'm already gone. Honestly, good old-fashioned lightning bolt. And then... Oh, good old-fashioned lightning bolt. I remember that one. Yeah. Good old... Lightning bolt, a bit more heavier, and then Eric Savon, uh, Hemisphere, and uh, Kill Me Lolly. So yeah, awesome. You Next, <laughs> yeah, that's the way you're ending Sam's segment. <laughs> awesome job, Sam. That's really cool. I'm jealous that you wrote more than one song. Um, I've I've written one song this week. Um, yeah, and it's called Oliver the Night Clerk. And uh, it's uh, quite a simple little song. It's fairly short. And uh, it goes like this. Even Oliver was right. A boiling gas attendant working in the middle of the night. He thought you'd keep me until you needed unit number two to stand between your lines They're gonna make me think it isn't safe to trust again Oh, I got so far from flitting in between Pleasing every schmo and being selfishly obscene Even Oliver was right Sweetly soak a wound and see you when we need another guy There's nobody else to please Gonna spend that money on a pair of dungarees. <laughs> well, there we go. That's my new song, Oliver the Night Clerk. That's really good. Uh, where does uh, the title Oliver the Night Clerk come from? Because that's just such a odd phrase for, I don't know. For a title? Yeah. Well, whenever I'm sort of like, I kind of have like this radar thing wherever I see a certain person or character or thing in, in, in my path in life, I kind of go, that's a good song title, right? Mm. And um, a while ago, I was like, I was driving and I, uh, I had to stop for petrol. And um, I... Uh, 
it's one of those ones when it's like the middle of the night and you you can't go in the in the petrol station but you can kind of like fill up and then you go to the the window and you pay and you talk through the glass and um i was talking to uh to this guy for ages because he was on the night shift he had nobody to like talk to and everything and um and for me, it was like, uh, it had been like a difficult day. So I was like talking to him all about this day and everything and what had happened. And um, he was like, oh man, that's like, that's like terrible. You know, you had a, you had a bad day there. And so like, I just found myself in this situation, having this conversation with this, um, this guy at a petrol station. I was like, well, I'm glad that even like this, like anonymous stranger can relate to my situation and agrees with me. And like, he feels like I'm right in this situation. Right. Yeah. And so uh, I was like, you know what, I'm going to kind of like write that down on my phone, Oliver the night clerk. I'm sure that'll come up somewhere. And so I got home and uh, I have my guitar back now, my lovely harp tone. It does look so much better for having been refurbed. Definitely. It's got all the dinks taken out and everything. So anyway, I sat down with my guitar and I was like, I want to write something kind of simple uh, this week. Like, A, because time's been a constraint this week, like with working and just having that much time. And also like, I was thinking, I've done quite a lot of like piano stuff recently where like I've um, you know, done some more complicated chord changes and everything. And I just want to write something that's kind of like a bit more simple this week. And so I, I sat down, I kind of came up with like the E major, A, B pattern. Um, but the A is one of these. It's a Dave Grohl thing where you leave the uh, B and E open, isn't it? Yeah. I've got, I've got another confession. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, so it's like one of those chords, um, but uh, yeah, the song is just about kind of like generally experiences in life where you just kind of feel like you weren't, you weren't kind of uh, treated as fairly as you could have been, you know, it could be anything really, just like... Just relating to strangers over bad events in your past, essentially. Exactly, it's like that feeling of when you, you kind of open up to someone who you don't even know, for example, the night clerk at a petrol station, and they go, I know exactly what you mean now, you know, that can't be right, yeah. that sort of thing, and you go, oh, right, even like, you can relate to anyone, basically, yeah. um, through those kind of experiences. And, um, yeah, I mean, it's a short song, there's not really too much to say about it. Um, um, but Am I right in saying it's the second instance of swearing in a weekly song? Because my one, I think uh, we had... Um... I tried really hard not to swear, just in case, like, Sam <laughs> goes like, oh, we have to cut this. I'm like, no, I like, didn't put any swears I, in my time. I think we're okay with the occasional, uh, just as long as but, we don't go nuts with it. But, because um, I think we've had before, like me, if painters is a virtue, then I'm a fucking saint or something. Yeah, that's true, actually. <laughs> so I think this is a second instance. Time. Swearing in a weekly song. <laughs> I See, swearing in music is a really odd one to me. Because, like, I'm not opposed to it. I don't mind it. I listen to songs all the time. Like, I'm a hip-hop fan, whatever, so I listen to it all the time. Like, swearing in songs. But when I'm writing, I don't generally put in swear words unless they, like, naturally come up. Mm, you it's, know? It's kind of interesting. Like, um, like, I was talking with someone I used to be in a band with. And uh, they were talking to me about Ed Sheeran's songs and everything. And he said, oh, yeah, he swears all over his first couple of releases. But the reason he stopped from, I think, Multiply onwards was just because he realised he wasn't getting the radio play on those songs because they had um, swear words in them. So that's, for example, cuts, yeah. so that's, for example, why Don't goes, Don't with my love. Uh, <gasps> yeah. Right. It's just implying it's still there. Yeah. I mean, but I definitely think, like, if if what you're trying to express happens to involve a swear word 
it would only be self-censorship if you were to kind of take it out or something. So yeah. I was just like, that lyric, like, you know, sometimes I've said to you before, Declan, like, I'm just playing and plodding along in the middle of songwriting and, like, a section will just come out all at once. Yeah. That's one of those sections. So I was like, oh, I'm just going to leave it in. Like, I'm not I'm not going, right, this song's going to have the F word in it. Yeah, it's, just, it just it's not setting out to... Uh... But that's the thing as well, as just, like, a uh, writer, you kind of be like, if you're putting out something for some reason, you're like, oh, you know, this this word doesn't work or this line doesn't work or this verse doesn't work mm. you'd be like you're oh, I'm just going to scrap it but if you kept it in and you're like that's your confidence in it if you're like oh, I don't feel happy with the way I wrote this mm. you'd be like well you're going to happy with that version of it then mm. until you've got the master version which obviously you've got mm. and if any reason you go back and be like oh, well, I'm not comfortable with it at least you'll be like you made the decision be like you know what it doesn't quite fit anymore mm. but the reason you played it is because it fitted well now Yes, exactly. At least in the moment, I'm going, I like it for now. Yeah. Like, with weekly songs, I guess, if I ever use it for an album, whatever, I can go, like, all right, I'm going to take that out and replace it if I wanted to. But, yeah, um, but then you always now. add more or take away more. But now you're like, yeah. this is the one I want to express today. Yes. And that's perfectly right. I also want to say about the lyric, uh, just, like, the the way of the song as well. It's like, I don't know how many songs are, like, because, um, uh, like, it is, like, a... Like, oh, you had a bad day, and you're like, oh, God, God, it's all frustrating. I've never had, yeah. heard a song where you're celebrating just someone being there to listen to just probably as you, you've approached, you've approached a clerk and just been like, I've had a really strange day. He was like, yeah, man. I know, I know what it's yeah. like. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't think I've had, like, I don't, you, you haven't really, you guys have written a song about just like celebrating just a stranger in that regard who you met and it's like the same week and be like, you know what? You just des- you just de- you deserve my time. Yeah, it's it's kind of an unusual subject matter, but you made it work really well. Yeah. Thank you. I mean, the thing is, like anyone who's listened to the show before, they kind of know that, like, if I'm gonna uh, tackle a topic or an emotion, I don't do it like head on in such a way. <clears throat> like, say I'm talking about like I don't, for example, jealousy or envy. I won't just go, I'm envious and jealous. I'll kind of like mm. use a. Loads a prop or a character or a metaphor to kind of use that. So I thought talking about like a bad day through the lens of like a good person mm. is quite a nice like um, juxtaposition to use. It also helps it like uh, appear more hopeful as well. Like um, so not just like oh we're all down and out and everyone's doing rubbish. It's more like uh, oh yeah at least we can share in our bad experiences and move on kind yeah. of vibe. Yes, at least that's what I was getting from it. No, I completely agree. I'm trying to mem- remember a quote. I think I can't remember who said it. It was just like, a, uh, "Everyone in the world is miserable, but they're just better at putting on a smile." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. So it's like kind of, I like the idea of he's got a nice shitty day, but he's like left in a, you know, just behind a glass door. He's like, "Mate, I know what it, it's yeah. going to be one of those days," and it's like, "Good timing. I needed you right now." Yeah. Kind of thing. yeah. Even, even when you got home, you're just like, I remember, remember like the name, the idea, and it's like I want to put that to, you know, let other people know, like you know what, people are just as upset with me, but we can both learn from it. Absolutely, write a song about it. It's hey. it's kind of like taken from a, a like a bit of not a quote exactly, but kind of a bit of advice I heard recently or read online, which is like. We all have our problems, right? But if you were to throw your problems in a big pile with a load of other people, you'd scramble to get your problems back, you know? Mm. 
it's like everyone's going my voice broke I'm <laughs> um, it's like everyone's going through something but your stuff can seem manageable compared to the problems of others um, but but yeah I don't know Oliver he was a nice guy uh, he said his mother watched a um, I think he lived with his mum um, he was like in his 40s maybe 50s <laughs> well, maybe he didn't live with his mum and his mum watched all those um, like court shows like those small claims court shows or like Judge Judy and things that like that sort of thing yeah and I thought that was funny. I was going to put that in the song. I was like, your mother watches Judge Judy. He's not Judge Judy an executioner. <laughs> so how deep are you getting today, Declan? Um, <laughs> we got, yeah. we got pretty We paid today. our dues today. He's like, uh, this is a song about a bunny. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's about sugar and lollipops. <laughs> oh. um, I, the only other thing I could think to say about this song, unless you guys have got any comments or whatever, is it does that thing I love to do at the moment, which is changing from the major version of a scale to the minor version of the same scale. I was going to ask what you were modulating to in the, the other bit. Um, on the bridge, on the these little people, it goes to be in... Because you're in E major for most of it, aren't you? I'm in E major, and then it has a rundown from the A, which is obviously the four. Gonna make me think it isn't safe to trust again. And um, I just do that twice, but on the second B7, which is the five of both scales, I come back to. Even Oliver was major scale boy. <laughs> <laughs> and um, so yeah, I, I just wanted to mention that. I love doing that that thing. If I can pull it off, it's a really nice little like bit of modulation. That kind of reminds me of the. Um... In Beauty and the Beast, where you'd be our guest, and like the tone just suddenly like comes Life down. Life is so unnerving yeah. for a servant who's not serving. But you go back. Do you go back into the major? Don't you? I do. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so it's like, hey, it's a guest. Not like a massive hey. I like the way it's like because I can imagine like like a um, like in a music or a play where it like cuts away to someone who's just having a really rough day, and, and then back to the back. song. Yeah. yeah. Definitely do it in um. Uh, in the, the Muppets, uh, the movie as well, didn't it? Which oh well uh, for everything's fine if you're yeah. someone by your side sing along. And it cuts to the everything's great, everything's grand. <laughs> like really like a quiet down and goes like happy to back into it. It's like that's what I like. Where it goes oh then back to the main story. Yeah yeah yeah. Like definitely. mood whiplash yeah. kind of thing. <laughs> mood whiplash. That's what the podcast is called this week. Yeah. Shout out to tvtropes.org. You must forget. <laughs> Um, so that's me this week. I think it's time for a young man who I like to call Declan Kitchener. Okay. What's your song? <laughs> oh, you're so timid. First time I laid eyes on Declan Kitchener. You're a scrawny man. Musically inept. <laughs> <laughs> and a queen fan. He still is. Right, okay. My song this week um, is called Vultures and Giants. And I'm going to mess this up because uh, I only got the vocal bit last night. But uh, it goes like this.
progression um in the intro before it gets heavy yeah. it's a really nice chord progression yeah it was like um, when we were at number 20 last week mm. i was just mucking about on the piano and um in fact i can turn this on and demonstrate but i was just mucking around in e major and i got to hit that chord and I thought, oh, hold on, what on earth is that? And it's uh, augmenting the root note, so you can use it to do a climbing effect, like... And 
and theoretically you can keep going up and up and up forever. That's a really nice little rise. Yeah. But I started with that on the piano and then I sort of mucked around with it on guitar a little bit. Yeah. And then that basically formed most of the song. And uh, just chucking random chords at the verses to see and make it work together like that. It's a really cool song. It's, yeah, I really, really like it. So did you write the music before the lyrics again? Yes, I wrote the music on uh, Tuesday, I think. Yeah. Because we recorded on Monday, didn't we? Yes, we did. So we, yeah. 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 So I wrote the music on Tuesday, or like fully developed it. And then I was just struggling to find a vocal melody for it all week. And uh, it was just last night I finally managed to cobble something together. And it's another one of those ones, the words took like, what, half an hour to get out? Yeah. So it's like really quick compared to a lot of my writing. Good words. Do you like the song? Are you pleased with it? Uh, yeah, I want to hear it like heavy. Yeah, like I know you do. I can tell. <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the vibe and like the key that I got, I can imagine it like being being a similar key, or maybe just slightly higher, maybe like um, uh, like Offspring kind of style. Like I can it, see like, that. So like like heavy with the same chords, and then like riff underneath it, just like up here somewhere, kind of thing. Yeah, you do realise it's me singing. I know that's what I was like. But <laughs> yeah. even, even if you did it heavy, I can imagine like having. That kind of vocal line as well, yeah. And obviously, because it's still quite um, uh, playful in the like the actual tempo of it as well. So you can kind of keep it upbeat and lively. And then when it comes to the slow bit at the end, it's like, or even with the like kind of small pause and then like <gasps> yeah. back into it, it's like yeah, something like that. Or punk pop version, just like screaming it. Yeah, it's like it's scream it. Get, it's halfway <laughs> closer to punk than it. <laughs> Um, no, I won't do that. That's a velociraptor, right? <laughs> Sounds like a vulture. <laughs> yeah. Which is quite ironic, considering yeah. it's called vultures and giants. Um, yeah, uh, it is slightly more punk orientated than what I normally do. Punk in inverted commas, because I don't think punks use uh, those piano run-ups. That I <laughs> <laughs> That's why I put in Disney opera at the same yeah. time. Disney opera punk. Um... Come here, Raven, I'm playing the piano again. <laughs> <laughs> what is it, blood death? <laughs> <laughs> I just found out this new chord. Um, yeah, the word. Awkward. Of course it is. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's not a diminished you forward. It's an augmentation. Um, <laughs> <to your cellar>. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, the words are kind of. It started off being about someone who we all know, and I'm not going to go any further into that. But then it very quickly developed into being about someone I used to live with at uni. Mm-hmm. Uh, who I won't name but I think I've probably told you about some of the things that he did to a couple of people up there yeah like I think in, I know what you mean yeah like uh, someone I was living with in the first year and he's kind of one of these people who sort of the only way he sort of felt better was by tearing other people down so mm. that's mostly what the song's about we kept giving him tr- uh, chances to like change and like try and start a new leaf but every single time he would just go back to bigger day Yes. <laughs> to the to point, it's like being concise. Yes. Uh, but there's no great mystery beyond it. Uh, it's just about that. Although I was thinking, like, um, it's something because Roger left his pen around here last week. Shit. And I used it to write the lyrics. And <gasps> it's when magic. I was getting, well, it's like when I was getting to the uh, 
chorus, the first chorus, it's like the only way you feel alive is to rip the angels from the sky and like vultures hang at the door. It's a bit more metaphorical, which I'm not, I don't tend to do as much. I'm not against it. It's just my magic not, pen. That's what it is. Yeah, it's your magic pen. Because I'm naturally, I don't do those kind of things. Like I said, I'm not against it. It's just Orange's magical, magic pen. <laughs> it's metaphor pen. I like I like hearing that kind of stuff in your song. I mean, your songs. Um, I think like since we started doing the podcast, you are more inclined to sometimes slip in a metaphor than than you used to be, and I'm more inclined to write like much more from actual experiences and like emotions that I'm having. We're changing uh, each other. <laughs> <laughs> but um, it can only be a good thing. Um, I really like that song. Um, what was I gonna say? Uh. There was a chord in there somewhere that's really unhelpful, I know. There's, there's a chord where it's like you're playing like on the first and second fret and letting a lot of the other ones ring out in the verse. And uh, I thought that was a cool chord. Oh, was it the... That's it, yeah. Yeah, what that is, is um, just an E major with an S sharp in the bass. Huh. Sounds quite Beatles-y. Yeah, that's what I was thinking, like... Um... Because originally that bridge section, the bit that goes like, went differently. It used it used to go. It's like more one of those. Mm. Obviously, speeding up because I don't want to play this for ages. But um, I just when I changed to uh, that bit there, suddenly just worked a bit better on its own I thought yeah definitely it's, it's a nice like passing chord because it's only there for like a second but it made me look and see what it was because I've never heard it or played it I don't think yeah what's that an E major with an F sharp on the bass yes yeah <laughs> it's nice I like that it's very cool anything else you can think of to say about the song um I'll say this, I went off on a bit of a tangent. I was like, I wonder how many vultures it would take to take down a giant. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's the sequel song. That's vultures versus giants. Because <laughs> yeah. I could just imagine like, this big colossus being like smacked in the head of a bird. Ah, stop it. <laughs> Oi, stop it. But yeah. I will throw a bird seed at it. <laughs> you guys are mean. <laughs> it's, it's the vultures from the Jungle Book. Oh, what they say, we're like your Beatles friends, soldiers. we're your friends. We'll be your friends. Oh, no, it's That's a That's friends are for. <laughs> I, feel like... <laughs> <laughs> I feel that's um, a good enough end point. Yeah, 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 I think so, yeah. So that's it for this uh, edition of the Weekly Song Podcast. What on earth are you doing, Roger? <laughs> the audio listeners. But aud- yeah, he's just rapping he's his doing wire the, uh, his mouth. Was it the Kylie Jenner challenge? Like <laughs> a physics puffy? Huh? What's the Kylie Jenner challenge? Where you um, have a, like, a glass and you suck on it and, make, and it swells your lips up. You've not seen that? She's a strange lady. I think, I think it's, it's a Kylie Jenner or Kylie Jenner, I can't remember. There's too many Jenners. I don't know. I mean, I watched Because it used movies. to be Bruce Jenner, didn't it? Yes, the one who yeah. changed. But I watched uh, two You've movies changed, with... Um, oh, what's his name? I think there's a young chap called Jenna as well. 
who's uh, in two movies I watched the other day, so that's alright. Anyway, tangents, I've got to keep stopping it. I like the tangents, um, I just let them go, I'm absolutely fine. Um, sorry, go on Declan, I didn't mean to in interrupt with my uh, silence and putting a wire on my upper lip. That's what I was doing, by the way, for anyone listening. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so that's it for this edition of the Weekly Song Podcast. Cheers for listening. Uh, if you wanted to get in contact with us and maybe send us some of your demos or maybe ask about being on the show or just send us any words of encouragement whatsoever, send an email to the weekly uh, to weeklysongpodcast at gmail.com. And if you're leave, uh, listening on iTunes, please leave a five-star review. We're getting desperate. <laughs> all, four, all four stars, but five would be nice. Yeah. I mean, you could leave a one-star review and we'd be happy with that. We actually would, to <laughs> yeah. be honest. Yeah, we're quite pathetic people. I just, when I said we actually would, I sounded exactly like someone I know, but neither of you know this person. It was really scary for me to sound like that person for a sec, though. Um, yeah, anyway, um, like Declan said, thank you for listening. Email the show, give us a rating, and uh, we'll see you again next week. And also, thank you, Sam, for coming on. It's a hey. pleasure to have you. Yeah, especially since we actually gave you six days to... Uh, yeah, I had less time <laughs> yeah. than most people, but I was emergency backup but I was like I think I wrote seven songs I think I'll be fine yeah yeah yeah. we did okay out of that one talking of guests we have a guest on next week yes we do yes uh, and it is Paul McCartney if only <laughs> no it's, no it's uh, Matt from Majora we were going to have him on earlier in the week but uh, circumstances prevented him coming on so he's agreed to come back on this week it's going to be exciting to have him on again isn't it? yeah it's going to be good it's going to be fun so uh, tune in again next week thank you for listening so um, Roger where can they huh? find you uh, you made me jump <laughs> I mean oh here the whole time still here. <laughs> uh, I thought he'd driven off no um they can hello uh, um you can <laughs> um people can find me at rogerheathers.com uh find me on facebook uh Roger Heathers Music. Instagram at Roger Heathers. Pretty much, I don't even want a music career anymore. I just want people to follow me on Instagram. That's obviously a joke, but I would like you to. <laughs> and more importantly, where can people find you, Sam? Yes. People can find me at Sammy Jonas on all the social medias, Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, YouTube. Uh, I'm probably going to put uh, some of these songs out like uh, quite soon because I actually have uh, about... 17 minutes of video from New Zealand so I'm going to probably put like a nice video together so that'll be coming soon but if you find me on uh, YouTube that's where you can find all my live stuff or go on Facebook and keep up to date with all the events and goings on in my life Declan where can they find you? Nowhere Here at the podcast <laughs> Yeah although a uh, bit of news I have a uh, gig coming up uh, basically Jacob's Ladder on the 16th the 16th is a Friday, isn't it? Yes, because the 17th is a Saturday, yes. Yes. So uh, on the 16th, I will be playing a 20-minute set as an opener uh, on at Jacob's Ladder at, I think, about 8 o'clock-ish. We'll have to double-check these facts. Sounds about right. <laughs> yeah, we'll put it in. We'll put all the proper details in the section below because my phone's turned off and it's right now. Instagram yeah. at Camp Warner. <laughs> yeah. It's Campbell and Fenara in the end for those who are truly pathetic. Um, <laughs> uh, no, I joke, I joke. You're not pathetic. Come back, listeners. Come back, listeners. But yeah, I think that's about it from this week. Yeah, I think that's, that'll suffice. Uh, see you again next week. All right, ta-ra. Toodles. Ta-ra.